Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Morning Tea Podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> We've missed you. Yes. Hello, everyone. So I think we need to address a couple things before we move on with the show. Um, we yes, we did used to be the famous Guess What We Saw podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was on. <laughs> You may know us <laughs> by our other name. Guess who we saw? That was us. Um, but obviously, we have kind of taken a rebrand. Um, the fame really got to us on yeah. the last one. <laughs> I think we just need we, to be honest with them. We just we need to step back. <laughs> we need to remember where we came from. Get our roots down. We need to start from ground one again. Yeah. Um, but no, we really just like felt that kind of like a rebrand. We kind of wanted to go a different direction with the podcast, and we felt that a new name was very fitting. Yeah. And yeah, so morning tea is just. I don't know. <laughs> we don't <No>. really. <laughs> we don't really have. Um, I mean, I think it's a cool story, but I don't think we should tell it. Um, but I think we don't have as cool of a story as, like, how we got the name. Guess who we saw? Because yeah. um, that was a little bit more of, like, a story behind it. This totally. one is more of just we're going with the fact of a rebrand. Yeah. And also just we've been talking about the podcast. We took a semester off, as you know. Yeah. You know, We had to really work on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the podcast. But we were just kind of, like throwing some ideas out there, and um, we just felt like it was best to kind of give it a new look. And we have a really, I'll just be honest, we have a really cool photo idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Which y'all have all seen by now. Yes. Um, We're stoked about it. So we kind of wanted to go off of that, and also the fact that we don't necessarily have, like, one specific direction that we want to take with the podcast, and we kind of felt that that really related to, like, morning shows or like a talk show where they have a couple points that they hit here and there but they really just kind of see where it takes them and that is I think the goal we've been trying to reach all along yeah and (laughs) a year later we finally (laughs) figured it out um but yeah I mean like I think we we kind of notice and I think you guys hopefully have noticed too like our best episodes and like where we kind of felt like we had the most fun out of it. I mean, we're all here to have fun. We right. know you guys are just so thrilled and right. having the time of your lives listening to us. So we had to, again, think about ourselves. And um, back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just comes back to, back to us. Um, we knew that the times that we had the most fun were definitely, like, the FaceTime call, like, actually Maddie and I just, like, having a conversation. Right. And I think ones. that's, like, what we've been saying from all on is, like, that, like, we want you guys to feel like that you are in this conversation with us and that Mm. you're here with us and that you are literally just sitting in on a conversation that the two of us have and I think that this reboot of the podcast is really going to achieve that because like we've been talking about like throwing ideas around and like we literally had a conversation earlier today where Evie was like, stop talking. Like, this <laughs> is exactly what needs to happen on the podcast. And we we're like, okay, let's do it. Like, and so, yeah. But anyways, since we do have a new name, maybe some new faces are listening to us. We thought we should introduce ourselves. 
So, you want to go? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, um, give us your name. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Evie. What your else? Age? Um, I'm 20. Woo! Woo! Just turned 20. That actually happened last semester-ish yeah. that you guys didn't get to hear about, but I turned 20. Great. Okay, and I'm Maddie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How, How old are you? <laughs> okay. How old are you? I am 20. I'll be 21 soon. Ooh. Ooh. Couple more months. If you guys remember season one, we did go through Maddie's birthday. We did. Last spring, so we're going to get another... Eat, doggy. Another um, redo of that. Yeah, and Evie and I have been friends for... Oh, yeah, a little bit about the years. two of us. Yeah, like 10 yeah, going on 11 years. We met in middle years. school, we were besties in middle school, all through high school, and now we are in college, and we're roommates, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, look, what do we say the last time, like, we, everyone has told us, <laughs> no, you guys, everyone has told us that we should always, like, either make a YouTube channel or, like, do, like, a little talk show type thing. Yes. Um. So, oh, we guys. decided to make a podcast, because um, we know... You guys didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> you didn't ask for our advice. You didn't ask for our opinions. Um, but, but that's the beauty of this, mm-hmm. is that you can experience that and honestly just listen to Maddie and I have a conversation, because most of the time it is just Maddie and I having a conversation, mm-hmm. and, and everyone funny. else is confused. And it's funny, <laughs> and you'll get a good laugh, so. Yeah. You're welcome. And as you've heard before, we're very relatable. Super. Um, super fun, fun, super funny. funny, and relatable. Yeah. So that's us. That's so it. anyways... <laughs> So, oh my gosh, what has been going on in the world lately, Evie? Yeah, like a little recap. Um, yeah, recap. So, uh, as some of you know, today is Betty White's birthday. Yeah. And she rests in peace. She would have been 100 today. That's insane, actually. Yeah, this, I feel like this whole thing has been so crazy. Like, okay, well, actually, I have a story, and I didn't, I literally have only ever told, like, one person this. Okay. So... This is funny because, um, I, my parents growing up, they had this thing where, like, they would listen to, like, the talk show on the radio show, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, on AM radio. Um, and I don't know what it was, but, or, like, who ran the, like, talk show, but basically every year at, like, you know, December, January, the start of the new year, these people would do what was called a ghoul pool. And so they would, like, the people, whatever, and then they would, like, encourage the listeners to, like, send in their own and stuff, and so a ghoul pool being, like, basically, who do you think is gonna die this year? Oh like, celebrities and stuff. Like, basically, can you predict it? And so they would kind of do their own, like, people, very random people, like, they would do, like, Lindsay Lohan, or, like, okay. <laughs> or people, like, that were super old, like, Betty White, or people that you were kind of, like, yeah, you know, she's yeah, 100, like, it's about time type thing. Soon. Right, and so they would go through this, like, their own list, and then, like, they would all present them to each other on whatever, like, that first week of the year. And then they'd revisit their list at the end of the year and kind of talk about, like, oh, who were, like, the most shocking deaths, celebrity right. deaths, stuff like that. And so my parents, like, I had never known anyone else that would, like, do this or even heard of this. So, like, in our family, my parents would always be like, oh, so-and-so's on my, like, pool this year. Like, I think they're going to die or something. And not wishing death upon someone, let me clarify that. <laughs> But more of just, like, oh, they're really, like, like, a couple years ago, we all thought Demi Lovato was kicking the can here. So it's, like, one of those, like, oh, she's on my ghoul pole or something, you know? So it was funny because, like, two years ago, I put 
Betty White on my ghoul pool. And I don't tell anyone this. Like, usually my family just casually tell each other and stuff. Like, we don't do, like, a presentation. But, like, sometimes I've written it down. And just says, like, whatever. I wrote down Betty White a couple years ago just because I knew she was old. Right. I And now I feel bad. Like, I don't think I did anything, obviously. You wish that upon her, Edie. But, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so sad. Like, I yeah. knew the, the world was going to stop when it happened. But... Blame it on Evie that Betty White's oh. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, no, but I think it's so... Because... What was so kind of shocking about her death was a couple days, maybe a week or so, before she died, she was on the cover of People magazine. Yeah. For turning 100. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I was kind of shocked. I mean, we all knew Betty White was freaking old and from the dinosaur ages, but I guess I never realized how old she actually was. Because she was, like, she was still doing stuff. Like, she was still on television and movies and things like that. And, like, still kind of in the spotlight a little. And she's never been, like, one of those people that's, like, in and out of the hospital, you know? Right. Like, she's yeah. never, like, like known never health hear, issues. Like, Ugh, Betty White, like, not doing well. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, she's old. And, I mean, like, even when she was on Golden Girls, she was old. Yeah. Like, and so it was just kind of, like, Betty White's old. And she's never dying. Like, and so she was on the cover of People magazine for turning 100. She looked great on the cover. Like, and I was like, wow, Betty White's 100 if she's turning 100 soon. And then next thing you know, what's in the headlines a couple days uh, later? Betty White died a couple days before she turns 100. And now we're here on her 100th birthday. And it's kind of sad. Like, literally. like It's so sad. It's so she's sad. an icon. She literally is such an icon. You know and who? just a couple, she's like a couple weeks short. I know. Like, two. Yeah. Like, that's a milestone. Like, not a lot of people live to that. I know. So. That's crazy. Honestly, I don't want to live to 100. Yes. May her, may, May why can't I? May she rest in peace. (laughs) Yeah, not. Uh There we go. (laughs) May she rest in peace. Um, love her. So glad she was healthy, honestly, because it's not, it doesn't seem like she died a, like, really painful death and stuff like that. Like, it kind of just seems a little random, but. Um, natural causes. I mean, she I was would, 100. Yeah. I would not want to live to 100. She's got me thinking. I... No thanks. That's a lot. She's she's seen a lot. She's lived through a lot. That's insane. What year... Oh, yeah. Oh, happy 2022, everyone. Uh, happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know what was so many... sad, though, too? Okay, Betty White's death got me, for sure. Like, I was, like, really... I, w- I was pretty devastated about it, but you know who made me cry? Bob Saget. I was, teared up. You guys, that was a hard one. Not that I don't want to discredit Betty White's death or anything, but we all kind of saw Betty White coming. Like, yeah, like we, it's we it's not shocking. Coming. She's old, but Bob Saget, he was young. I mean, 65, like... That's- and from what it seems like, he honestly just kind of, like, dropped dead. Like, he did a show yeah. that night, and then it was, like, they found him in his hotel room. That was Like, really that's sad. awful. I kind of just felt like I was so dramatic. I told my parents. I said, he taught me every life lesson growing <laughs> up. My parents said, all right, what are we, chopped liver? But it was just, like, I literally grew up watching Full House. Like, totally. that was my... I used to watch it all the time. I loved Full All the time. And, I mean... I didn't really ever watch Fuller House, like, I still don't, but I mean, like, he was on that somewhat, too, a little, like, yeah, and he's just that iconic, like, 
dad figure. Like, yeah. he, like, you'd always get a life lesson out of the show. Totally. And it was always just that, like, he kind of felt like that so person wholesome. that, like, you could go to, you know? Yeah. Like, you knew, like, okay, he's gonna be there, like, despite his circumstances of, like, him having to raise these kids alone and, totally. like, I think what really got me about Bob Saget's passing was what some of his old co-stars said about him. Yeah. Like, Candace Cameron Bure, her Instagram post about him, heartbreaking. Yeah. John Stamos's, heartbreaking. Like, they are all just, like, so, like, like, we miss you. Yeah. Like, and it was too soon. I love people like that. Like, I love that fact that, like, these people are so known for being good people, you know? It's, like, we see that, and it's, like, I always forget that, like, celebrities are real people, like, for sure. That it's, like, when you hear that, like, he was such a good person, and, like, they had these really great relationships outside of a show. Like, he wasn't just playing this character. Like, he was that character. That's, like, huge. Like, I love those stories of, like, yeah, like, when something does happen that's, like, super unfortunate, like, people are so... They say the kindest things, and totally. it's just, like, what a cool, like, what a really cool guy. And I think, like, that's so cool, like, I mean, even though he's dead, um, <laughs> I don't know how to say like, that, like, people are still, like, saying these things about him, and, like, yeah. he's gone now, but, like, he, this is the amazing person he was, and, like, I want people to say about me. Like, I know, I know. I it's die, like, like, that's what I want. Like, like, it makes you want to be a better person. Totally. Because it's, it's so like, wow. Inspirational. Nobody had anything negative to say about you. Right. It's like, that's crazy. Crazy. Like, everything I read was like, it was like, tearjerker. Like, man, so good. Another thing happening in the world, everybody, if you don't live in California or anywhere on the West Coast, this is probably completely irrelevant to you, but, um. <laughs> We're getting we washed have, away. Yeah, a tsunami is coming. We're getting washed away. And, yeah, so, backstory, there's, like, tsunami advisory for, like, the entire West Coast and Hawaii and everybody, whatever, and there was some volcano erupted in Tonga under the sea. I don't know, guys, but all I know is <laughs> yesterday morning when we got the tsunami advisory, um, at, like, 8 a.m., I got, like, an emergency alert. Woke up to it, woke me up, and don't really know why I got it, because the counties that the advisory was for, I don't live in those counties, so <laughs> I don't really know yeah. what happened there, um, but I got it, scared the crap out of me, and when I read the emergency alert, again, just woke up, the only words that stuck out to me was tsunami in the words Orange County, and um, for those of you who do not know... My boyfriend lives in Orange County, and he lives, like, literally two feet from the sand at the beach, and so I just went into straight panic mode. Like, As I expected. was, like, panicking. I didn't look at anything else the uh, alert said, and I was just like, he's gone. The tsunami took him away. <laughs> it happened. He is dying. He's in Hawaii Everyone now. Everyone is gone. Yeah. Like, and I just went into panic mode at eight in the morning, and, um... Did some more research, talked myself off the ledge a little, and come to find out that it's just an advisory and that the beaches are closed because the waves are kind of crazy, current's crazy right now, um, but definitely had a scary moment Yeah. yesterday morning, but we're doing okay now. 
Well, I mean, seriously, like, growing up, I used to live by the beach. I used to live, like, five miles from the beach. And I, like, that was my biggest fear. Like, I would, like, vividly remember telling my mom, like, we're gonna die in a tsunami. And she's like, no, you're not. (laughs) And I was like, no, but we are. Like, you don't understand. Like, we are so close in range. Like, our home is getting flooded. Like, we are going to die. Yes. Like, I just knew, like... It was just so scary. Like, watching Soul Surfer, like, really got to me. Like, it just was so scary. But I was going to say, oh, did you ever hear the thing? I don't know if this was, again, just, like, a little beach thing or whatever. But, like, I was so afraid about the whole, like, earthquake situation and, like, the whole, like, half of... Have you ever heard that? Like, if there's a really big... Like, the big one, the big earthquake coming, that, like, half of California is gonna just split in half and then you're just gonna float into the ocean? Yes. Another big fear of mine. Yes. Can you imagine? Well, okay, well, speaking of that, when I was younger and, like, in elementary school and, like, I mean, you hear about earthquakes and tsunamis and you do little science things about them here and there, but, like, you don't... Like, you're... Eight, like you, right, yeah. You know, like everything about a tsunami or an earthquake. <laughs> you get the gist. And of it. Yeah. living in California, everyone a big topic in California. I mean, not in California, but that people talk about about California are the earthquakes. Yeah. And I was gonna say, should we I, preface if you're not in California? Do you know what the big one is? Is yeah. that <laughs> is that a known? That's a great question. I don't know. Is, is that, that a known thing? thing? Like, if you're not in, if you don't did we just California, grow up in fear? <laughs> apparently. Well, no, I think something that's really interesting is people who don't live in California, I've noticed, are really afraid to live in California because of the earthquakes. And I'm like, you must, like, I can count on one hand how many earthquakes I've experienced in in California. That's it? Maybe two hands. But it's definitely under ten. Really? How many earthquakes I've experienced? Even, like, I don't mean, like, like little ones, too. Like, little things that you felt? Really? Yeah. I can Interesting. Tell on two hands how many times I've experienced an earthquake living in California, and I've lived here for 20 years. See, I think I've definitely, I, I've felt a lot of earthquakes. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, I've, like, definitely, like, even, the like, roll ones, and... I would even, I could even count ones that, like, I, like, that were, like, during my sleep or something. Yeah. That, like, I didn't really feel. Yeah, I, there's been ones when I was growing up where, like, I vividly remember, like, getting woken up by them. Really? Oh, yeah. There was one, there was this one time I was asleep, and I had, like, a, like, a closet mirror, like, they were the doors, you know? Yeah, And a big one came, and the, like, door, like, you know, it's, like, a loose track, like, they're not, whatever. And so the mirrors, like, shook, and they, like, hit each other. So it made, like, a loud sound, and it woke me up, and then I remember we were still moving. Like, you know, like, the little aftershocks or whatever. And, oh, my God, like, that was, like, a, that was a big one, like, that I vividly remember being, like, whoa. But. Well, anyways, so, (laughs) I think, like, growing up, like, when I was younger, like, you obviously, like, we live in California, there's earthquakes, this is what you do in an earthquake, you have to go through earthquake drills at school. Don't know how any of that stuff would work, either. Yeah. And when I first learned about tsunamis, it was, what causes them is an earthquake. Oh, I see. And so I guess I didn't really put it together until, like, middle school, maybe high school, (laughs) that a tsunami only occurs if it's, like, an earthquake in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Not on on land. land. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And being, like, eight years old and, like, living in California, 
where we're the earthquake state, apparently. Like, a bunch yeah. of earthquakes happen here. I remember every earthquake, like, being panicked that no. it was going to reach the water and we were all going to die in a tsunami. Like, and I just, like, I don't know, like, you guys, like, for some reason, like, for a span of a couple years, like, it was a fear. Tsunamis are like, really it scary. Was a genuine fear. And I think they're scary. But I mean, like, now on this side of life, like, how how often do they really happen? This side of life, learning <laughs> that the earthquakes happen in the ocean. <laughs> That's so good. Um, <laughs> I can't stop laughing at that. I know I'm like so old and blind. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm educated about tsunamis uh, and I know how they occur, I'm good. <laughs> no, but you bring up a good point. Like, well, because that's what I think too. Like, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know. I've always just been kind of like confused by like earthquakes and tsunamis. Not not to that confusion. And don't I'm not even lie. get me started about this tsunami. I'm so confused on the volcano eruption that happened. How does a volcano erupt underwater? I don't. I have so many questions. Oh, oh no. We need to go back to earth science. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I have so many questions. If anyone want to explain how a volcano works to Maddie, that'd be great. Under the water, Evie. Plate tectonics. (laughs) That's okay. Um, I'll research it myself. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I just have a lot of questions. Do you know how Hawaii's made? (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) I really don't. Oh, no. I was homeschooled. Did you guys go over (laughs) plate tectonics? She she did. She probably did. Sorry, Mom, for not paying attention. You were a great teacher. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Anyways. Okay, hold on, though. Can we come back to that? Honestly, (laughs) though, like, I would be... Like, is... do uh, I don't know. Like, do I look at the rest of the country and be like, oh... I'm just, I'm afraid to live there because of tornadoes and, like, hurricanes. Do they look at that? Because I don't think a tornado and a hurricane is equal, anywhere it's equally as equivalent to an earthquake. Experience. Yes. Like, I mean, yes, there have been some big ones in California. Like, the big San Francisco ones, whatever. Yeah. That has nothing, like, that nothing even close has happened like that in our lifetime. And that was also, like, 100 years ago. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, now that we've lived know. a really long life so Do far, you believe like, in it? Do I believe in earthquakes? No. (laughs) Do you? I do. I experience them. Like what? Do you believe in the big one? Like, do you think that there's actually one coming? coming? I don't know, because they've been saying that for years. That's what I'm saying. It's it's genuinely a theory. Like the year it's coming. It's not fact. We haven't experienced it. So, like, do you think it's real? They've been telling know. our parents that since they were in school. Right. And they haven't experienced one either. That's what I'm saying. No. So I'm gonna False go with... fake news. No. That's me. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. Hey, hold on. Can we go back to this? <laughs> Maddie's super educated on, on earthquakes too. Maybe this was a bad question to ask. <laughs> I'm not educated. Um, well... I don't think that it's impossible for a big one to happen. True. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, 
it's happened before, why can't it happen again? Yeah. Like, I do think, but the whole California's gonna split in two, and, <laughs> and we're just gonna float away. Gonna go into the ocean. Like, I... Like that movie. Have you guys seen San Andreas? Yes. I haven't, but... Oh. <laughs> but you're mentioning it. But that's the idea. Speaking of movies, Evie and I were talking about this earlier. You guys, I don't know, what's the name of that movie? I literally think it's named Tsunami. Hold on, let me look. Look that up. The last tsunami, or yeah. Um, but there's this movie. It's on Netflix now, about this family who goes to Thailand on vacation, and while they're there, the big tsunami that happened in Thailand. Uh, the impossible impossible is what it's called. Sorry. The the movie. And this whole family experiences the tsunami. We're in the tsunami. And they ended up all living through it, and then later they all find each other, and it kind of takes them through the aftermath of the tsunami and stuff. So Evie and I were talking about that, and... No thanks. Yeah. (laughs) And we kind of came to the conclusion that we don't really want to live through a tsunami. No. Like, if that were to happen to us, and we were in those people's shoes... Like, I, I, I'm not running away from the tsunami. <laughs> I'm not. Like, first off, this movie is absolutely brutal. Like, it is an hour and a half of pure oh, yeah. terror. Like, and I think that is where my, my fear really came from. Yeah, I saw this movie, movie recently. I didn't see this movie growing up. But, like, I think having the fear growing up, living so close to the beach, and then watching this movie, like, literally last summer... I think it created so much PTSD in me that was like, oh, wow, like, this was visualizing my fear as an eight-year-old. Great film. Just want to put it out there. As an eight-year-old. It's a great film, but it's very scary. It's amazing. Go watch it. But if you're afraid of tsunamis, don't do it. Yeah. I just, and I say, I think we say this in a very, like, humbly and not dumb way. Like, I don't know how to say this, but, like, if, like, seriously, if I'm, like, in the middle, like, I'm at the beach and there's a tsunami happening, like, if I'm in an hour or two out, like, I don't hope I die in the tsunami that didn't touch me, right. but it's, like, if there is, like, if I am really impacted, like, I am the first I'm, house, like, couple houses sand, in, and, like, and there's a giant 70-foot wave happening above me, like, first off, what are the odds of me surviving that? And second, yeah, why am I running? Stop running. Right. Like, it's gonna... It's gonna hit me anyways. Yeah, like, I just, I don't like, see the point in... what's me running in, a couple more feet gonna do? In, like, Nothing. trying to hold my breath and then reach the top. No thank <laughs> you. No thank and you. And then fight to find dry land. Yeah, like, and climb not. things. Absolutely not. That's not happening. Take me now. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Um... <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't wish it upon anyone. Hope y'all are okay over there at the coast, but no thanks. Also, the fact that, like, Alaska could be hit, too, like, yeah. they like, have advisory like, advisories, like, all the way up the west coast. Oregon, Washington, Hawaii has advisories. It's insane. That's crazy. It's insane, like, the magnitude. I mean, like, from Hawaii to California, like, that is a lot, and it happened... The volcano happened past Hawaii, even. Yeah. And that is insane. Like, the magnitude that this little eruption had. It's crazy. And, like, the ocean is so vast. Like, that's insane. 
it's so weird, like, people are, like, posting pictures and stuff, like, of them at the beach, and the water, like, the tide, is the tide, I don't know, the water is really, like, receded in, it's, like, crazy, like, to watch, like, see the whole beach is, like, yeah, like, not where it's supposed to be, it's, like, ooh, it's kind of eerie, yeah, it's, like, where did that water go, it's gotta come back at some point, yeah, like, like how is water it? didn't disappear right. or grow, so it's gotta come back, ooh, it's right. scary, where'd it go, um, this is a random thought I just had, but do you know where the Olympics is going to be? The Winter Olympics? I can't oh remember. Oh my gosh, that's happening in February. Yeah. Yes. Somewhere in China. Is it China? It's somewhere in China, um, yes. I remember the last time, we, I honestly season say, two, we talked about the Summer Olympics, so we've got to... I honestly want to say it's Beijing. I think so too, right? Doesn't because that sound right? I remember hearing about this because like there was a bunch of ads for it like during the summer olympics mm-hmm. and i remember saying to myself didn't we just have like and not just have but like a couple years ago or so like didn't we just have the olympics in beijing yeah I made the comment to my mom and my mom was like oh my gosh like yes we did but that was the summer olympics like this is completely different and i was like i didn't know that there was different like, that there was different rotations for the countries yeah. based off of summer and winter. I thought it was just... Like, in general, you can't host the Olympics like that. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. They, um... It is Beijing. You're correct. Um... I'm honestly, like, kind of intrigued. Because I think... I don't really know a lot about Winter Olympics. Just because, like, I feel like I don't really know, like, the the sports as much like we grew up in southern california like we don't have snow or ice here like unless you're at the mountains i love winter olympics because i think there are a lot of things on i mean i just think about this about the olympics in general but especially winter olympics that there are a lot of things on there where i am always like asking myself like how did you get into this no seriously yeah like sled yeah. Like, how, how did one day, at one just like, age, do you, mom and dad, like, I want to do this, and like, where, where do you go? How do you start that process? Yeah. And, I mean, no offense to these Olympians who are bobsledders, but like, seems kind of easy. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> not that it's like, easy and I'm going to be like a pro at it, but like, it doesn't, I don't know, I mean, just. Yeah, like, how by. is the skill involved? I yeah. don't, no, but I know what you're saying, like, and, like I think being curling, so. Like, who is like. How do you one day realize you're really good at that? Right. Or how do you, I mean, just, I think because I'm so removed from winter sports, like, I don't, I've never been around that. Like, I've barely even been around hockey. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, like, is this, obviously we have Olympians going, so it is, you can do it in the U.S., but it's just like, yeah, like, like, where? Where do you start? Like, and I think, like, How does that work? Yeah. And I actually saw a TikTok about this the other day is, um. Like, obviously, we're, like, summer, like, the Summer Olympics, those don't really require a special type of weather. Right, yeah. You can train to run in any weather. You can train to play volleyball in any weather, like, things like that, where, like, the Winter Olympics, a lot of them take snow. Yeah. Like, skiing. I mean, you can't ski on a hill. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> skiing, snowboarding, all of that stuff, like, requires snow. And um, I saw a TikTok the other day of this, like, Olympian skier. I think she's, like, cross-country skier or something. And it was, like, 
how do winter sports train in like the off season because like they yeah. can't just train for like three months out of the year and be olympians like that's no, yeah. not realistic and, and there's like special machines that kind of like help them like achieve that mm-hmm. like where they kind of like can like practice like in this specific video that i saw she wasn't a cross-country skier she was like a what i don't know what it's called but it's like the fast ones the fast gears uh, i don't know i don't know what they're called but you know sprinting about, right? sure Okay. <laughs> um, and they have this, like, machine that, like, is kind of operated by them where they can, like, kind of, like, move back and forth and, like, ski kind of. And it, like, is, like, a simulation that they're going down a mountain. Yeah. But they're, like, able to, like, move and do the work themselves for them to be able to train. And I thought that was really interesting because I was, like, yeah. How? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, in the middle of July, like, in June and August. Yeah, depending September, on where you like, are, yeah. Where you live, like, how, like, you're just gonna take five months off? Yeah. And be like, okay, no, that's okay a good but point. I'm somehow gonna make it to the Olympics, I don't know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not that good, yeah. <laughs> but I think the Winter Olympics are really interesting. I love all the snowboarding and all the skiing. Yeah. I think it's really, and the ice skating, love it. Yeah, I was just watching, because, I mean, I almost kind of feel bad, and I don't know if this is just a Southern California thing, like, they, like, Summer Olympics, definitely, like, you're watching all the trials, like, they're very, like, they're right there on NBC, isn't that the Olympic one, like, they're right there for you to watch at all times, whereas, like, I feel like the Winter Olympics, it's not as advertise as much like there's been a couple that I've seen on tv but it's not like what everyone's talking about every five minutes like right there like accessible to just watch all the trials and stuff for things um for like team USA but um I was I found one the other day and I was watching speed skating I love speed skating. and I was like whoa this is really cool like it was just wild like and they were like one guy like broke a record or something it was wild like I was like oh my gosh like but I was it got me thinking like you think they can, like, run that fast in, like, speed skaters? Like, it's it essentially, it's like, on sprinting skates. on ice. Or, yeah, sprinting on skates. So, like, I wonder, like, how fast they are in real life. Like, if they... Not real life. In, no, like, on gra- on Yeah, track. just running. Like, I wonder if they're, like, Olympian standards of, like, the Summer yeah. Olympics. I was kind of like, whoa, that's kind of crazy, but... Um, that's an- that's an interesting point there, Evie. Right? I don't know. But I, I feel like I also don't know as many Olympians this time around. Like, I Lindsey Vaughn, she doesn't... She doesn't really She's retired, know. right? And then... Is Sean White I don't going? Know. I love Sean White, though. I just saw a TikTok of him the other day where he... It was like he did a half pipe for the first time. Like, landed it 100... Like, oh. whatever it was. For the first time since 2018. So I was like, was that more of just like a for fun... Like, I just went out and did Like, he just went out, or, like, a little mini competition, because it looked like there was a lot of people. But then at the same time, I was like, was that, like, a trial? Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Is that... Was that, like, big news that I missed, that he's not in the Olympics anymore? I don't... He's, like, 30 now. he is, we both missed it. Yeah. I don't know. He's, like, old now, right? Old. Yeah. Old for Olympic standards, but... Yeah. Yeah, like, he's not... Because he was, like, 18 in his prime, right? I think so something he's the only person I know like in him Lindsey Vaughn and then the little the girl the young girl who was like 15 that yeah yes in the last Olympics I know exactly she looks like I forget her name but she like 
Did she win gold? But, I think yeah, she went she crazy. She freaking shreds. She was amazing. All right, Anyways. those are the three people I can name, and <laughs> one of them I don't even know their name. So, go Team USA. Woo. But yeah, we'll Anyways. give an Olympic update yes, we later. Will. <laughs> I love the Olympics. I know. I just... It's so fun. It makes me feel so untalented, but it's so fun. Yeah. So fun to watch. It's great. I love the stories. It's, I know. It's all around just a great time. <laughs> Do we have any other news in the world? I don't think so. Oh, uh, Evie and I have news. Um, <laughs> not really. Oh. <laughs> We're back at school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a little update. It's yes. spring semester. Second semester starts tomorrow. Second semester of junior year. It's insane. Crazy. We have one year left. That is wild. Wild, and then we're like actual adults, guys. <laughs> um... I think I had an update. Um, okay, I have a I have a personal update that okay. I'm just kind of struggling with, you guys. Okay. Um, I just can't with the Bachelor right now. I let's t- let's talk about this. Okay. Let's really chat about this. So, what is it that you're struggling with? Well, okay, so I think, let's go back a little bit. Have you watched any of the new season? I watched a little bit of the first episode, like, where he meets the women, whatever. Like, I saw a couple of the girls come in, um, you know, it was at the mansion, and, like, they do a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the little hey-ho at the beginning. Yeah. Um, let me go back a little bit, because I think, who was before Katie? James. Matt. Matt. Matt James. I don't know why I said James. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Mr. James. Um, right. Okay. So I liked his season. I honestly really liked him. Like I was just talking about this with someone and like, I honestly really liked him because I thought he was pretty mature and mm-hmm. like, he seemed. I really liked him as a person. Yeah. For someone not being a part of like Bachelor Nation and stuff, yeah. he seemed pretty legit for like knowing kind of how this and happened. His best friend's Tyler. I'm a huge Tyler fan. Like, yeah. Like he didn't seem. Him very like removed for not being someone who like went through the process with them like he seemed like he honestly like really stepped up and like fit the vibe um I was not a Katie fan at all going into her season but I still watched it because I was like you know whatever like I wasn't over it yet I'm a bachelorette fan like I'm a bachelor fan like yeah so So I'm like okay whatever I'll keep with it and then Michelle I just thought was like an interesting pick like just because I don't know, like, I honestly never really liked her, like, going, I never liked her or Katie. I tried to give her a little bit more of a chance because it seemed like they had a way bigger budget for her season, and so I was honestly, like... if you keep watching Clayton's season, you should see the budget they have for that. Really? Yeah, it's insane. Like, and I honestly like that more. Like, it seems like it's way more of, like, legit. Because it's way more cool. Like, yeah. like, Like, I mean... This doesn't really spoil anything, but on the second episode, he goes on a date, a one-on-one with this girl, and they go on a helicopter ride. Yeah. Okay, they freaking land the helicopter on a yacht in the middle of the ocean. Stop. And they're on this massive yacht for the whole day. Like, that stuff is cool. Like, that's that was super cool to watch. Yeah. it was just like, okay, and they're flying over, like, Malibu and L.A. Like, it was that's so crazy. cool. Like, and I was like, okay, like. That's, like, that's a sick date. Like, yeah. that's dope. Like, 
it made me want to watch it because I was like, yeah, this is so cool. And then like, they, they, next thing you know, they show a yacht in the middle of the ocean, like in the middle of the Pacific and yeah. there's a helicopter pad and they just land oh on my it. God. And you're like, no freaking way did they just do that. Like, that's yeah. so cool. Like, and I think what I have realized after, because I mean, we had two bachelorettes back to back. And I think what I have realized about myself as a Bachelor fan is that I like The Bachelor more than I like The Bachelorette. Yeah. Because I think it's way more interesting. I think cat fights are way more interesting than guys fighting with each other. Yeah. And I think there's, there's more drama and it's more fun and, like, girls are wild. Yeah. Like, girls are freaking crazy on this show. And, like, where I think, like, there are some guys that are crazy. And but it's, like, they always resort to just, like, fighting each other. Whereas, yeah, like, girl, like, like drama like, is, like, not... creative, almost. Right. It's, like, and, interesting like, to watch. Yeah. But I... I thought from the beginning that Clay- the pick of Clayton was an interesting pick. Mm-hmm. I thought it was strange, and I thought the way they announced it was strange. It was just, like, an Instagram post, like, oh, here we are. Yeah. in the past, it's been, like, a big ordeal, like, oh, we're announcing The Bachelor tonight. Like, it's kind of, like, been a bigger deal. And then what I thought was really interesting about it was that when they announced it, they were like, yeah, filming ended, like, filming's already done, and we're starting in in January. Like, yeah. And I thought it was, like, really fast, and I was like, how did nobody find this out? Like, yeah, why yeah, are we like, just whoa, now whoa. finding this out? This is kind of interesting. I thought the pick of Clayton was interesting. The His first episode, I'll give it to you, was hard to watch. Yeah. It was difficult, and it was awkward, and I will, because... I mean, it was his first time meeting all these ladies. I'm sure that's awkward. Like, and I'm yeah, sure yeah. That's, it's like, so overwhelming. Being in that position, yeah, it's overwhelming. But then we also have a brand new host. Yeah. Well, okay. That's what I think is honestly doing it for me because the Michelle's season is where I really started to like lose it because and like just kind of fade away. Because first off, I never really liked her, and I just think it's a very weird dynamic too, of like. I don't know, like, it's just odd to me that she's a teacher, and, like, she teaches, like, eight and nine-year-olds, and she's, like, the face of this show, and, like, I just, I can't imagine these kids are watching it, but at the same time, it's, like, "Mm, that's a little weird, um, but I don't, I don't know, I honestly, like, I think the thing about her season is that it was just boring to me, Mm -hmm. like, I was not, and I like when they're very, like, real, and just, like, hey, no drama, you're out of here, but it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, that's not interesting to watch. Right. Like, I respect you as a person more, but it's, like, well, that's not I really why you're you here. Were, I'm like, yeah. Eh, whatever. Like, why am I watching? And I don't know. Like, I I didn't mind the whole Tasha, uh, Caitlin situation. I know a lot of people have their, like, certain things on, like, who they like better. Like, I know some people are, like, really big, like, Caitlin fans, and they were, like, I know people who were, like, really talking bad about Tasha, and I like Tasha, so I, I was, Tasha, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then I know people that are very team Tasha and don't like her, so I don't know. It's just very odd, but I think this whole, 
I don't know. I really didn't watch Michelle's season, so I don't know who he is. So I'm not blaming him because it's like I don't well, I don't want to give I him a chance. Think but a lot of people really know who he is because he wasn't on Michelle's season for long. Yeah, and that's what I've heard. And which is like kind of like okay, like we don't know a lot about him. So it's kind of like interesting to watch in that aspect to like get yeah. to know him, but then also like. In other aspects, like, we don't know a lot about him, so do I like the guy? Do I not like the guy? Am I a fan? Am I not a fan? But I think what... The first episode, I was kind of like, eh, watch the second episode, and I think that is when I got my hope back in Bachelor Nation. Okay. As a whole. Because (laughs) the past couple seasons, and I am going to credit some of it to COVID issues... Yeah, and, like, they They're couldn't finally leave. finally back and... at the mansion. Yeah. So that gives you, like, a complete different feel than when they've been at all these random hotels. Starting to feel like Bachelor. I think kind of their, like, Bachelor like bachelor as a whole went down for me was when Chris Harrison left. Yeah. And um, Jesse Palmer has done a really good job at filling his shoes. I never really watched Jesse's season. I mean, he, I think he was, like, The Bachelor in, like, 2004, so, like, I was two, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a baby, so, like, never really watched it. My mom did, however, um, and I think he has the same presence that Chris Harrison had, that everyone loved. I mean, everyone yeah. freaking loved Chris Harrison. Like, he was awesome. He was the best. Um. I know, and that's what I'm having a hard time us, like, with. Of, like, like, having him just be gone and, like, it, it doesn't feel as iconic. Like, right. it, like almost, like, no one can fill those shoes. But, right. like, and I, I almost wish... I think that, like, Jesse Palmer has filled those shoes completely, but I think his mannerisms are very similar to Chris Harrison's. Things he talks about, the way he says things, mm-hmm. just his, like, whole presence is very... It feels a lot just, like how Bachelor used to be with Chris Harrison, and I think that's why, and now it's just one host instead of two, and I think that's why I liked, the dates are more extravagant, it seems like now, it kind of seems like they're finally getting back to how they used to be. Like the old formula of things, yeah. which is what I loved. Yeah, I know, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see if I keep with it, but I know a lot of people, I was talking to a lot of people, like, they, a lot of people kind of fell off this last season and are just kind of, like, not watching it anymore. Well, Um, definitely. I think it's crazy. They released something that, like, um, Michelle's finale was the lowest viewed finale of Uh franchise history, like, I saw that. Yikes. Like, it kind of made me feel a little bit better because, like, I didn't watch it. So right. it's kind of like this is one of the first seasons. Like, okay, that, it wasn't just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no one watches it. Nobody knows who this guy is. Nobody's, like, yeah. up to date. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think. Just skip to the second episode. Okay. You'll, I don't know. You'll enjoy it. Okay. Trust me. It's good. He. There's. The old drama is back, the, like, the girls are freaking crazy, like, literally insane, and it's back to how it used to be, mm-hmm. and if you're a Hillary Duff fan, she's on this episode, so. Hillary Duff? Yeah. 
Like the <laughs> Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire <laughs> is on this episode, so. That's so funny. Yeah. I forget uh, about her. Oh. I forget that she's a thing. Anyways, she's on the show. She does, like, one of the group dates. That's funny. And it's funny. But anyways, yeah. I feel like, I mean, we'll see. Episode three, it's not on tonight, but it's on. Yeah, that's what I heard. Day. Um, So we'll see if I still like it after episode three. <laughs> yeah. I hope I do. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of committed now. Like, I know some of the girls. I Let us know if you're still watching. Yeah. Are you team Bachelor <laughs> or team no Bachelor? But anyways, so we kind of wrap up here. Um, Edie and I thought a fun little thing just before we part ways um, would be to like share with you guys like a verse of the week kind of and just kind of like give you guys like a little encouragement for your week and just kind of like set you off on your ways. I don't know. So Evie, would you like to share with us the verse of the week? Yes, our verse of the week is going to be Isaiah 40. Um, no, it's not. It's going to okay. be Matthew <laughs> 6, 3. All right. Um, when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Huge reminder. Wow. Um, let me see if I can find another. Here's another, like, translation. I like this, too. It kind of keeps going. But Matthew 6, 3 through 4. Um, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Mm. Wow. Um, also, I just want to preface, this is really funky, but it's saying 12, 26, 22 because I was, okay, let me preface what just happened there. So I was reading, one came up for Isaiah 40 and then it, like, switched as I was reading it to, like, I would assume, like, oh, I was on the wrong day, maybe. Okay. And so now it's saying December 26, 2022. Okay. So we don't know, but maybe that's just what the Lord is leading us yeah, maybe, to share. Maybe that's a sign. Maybe, maybe it's a sign. Maybe someone listening just really needs to hear that and hear message of what, humility and... Yeah, just that, like... Giving doesn't need to be a show sometimes, and... Serving doesn't need to be a show. It's not about you. It's about him. Yeah. And just a reminder that the Lord knows your heart, and he will yeah. reward and sustain those that have pure intentions. Totally. Huge reminder. All right. Well, hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you guys next Monday. Episodes drop at 8 a.m., so see you then. Have a good week. Bye.